your heart-stopping news-packed 60 minutes of radio adrenaline. Webmaster Radio presents The Pulse. Take your seat among the experts in the search engine marketing arena. This weekly radio show keeps you informed of the latest search news, offers insight on the biggest forum discussions, and puts your finger on the pulse of the search marketing community. Our hosts have made their way to the round table. The Pulse, the Pulse. starts now. to the 39th edition of the Search Pulse. Today is Tuesday, October 23rd. My name is Barry Schwartz from the Search Engine Roundtable and from Rusty Brick. Um, ben Pfeiffer, as well as with me, from the Senior Editor of the Search Engine Roundtable from RankSmart.com. Chris Boggs is not with us today. He has some exciting news. He had a baby daughter um, just a couple of days ago. So he is busy, you know, taking care of his new, brand new daughter. And I wanted to wish Chris and his family a huge congratulations. Uh, uh, the new addition to his family. Ben, do you want to say anything? Yeah, Chris, if you're listening, I just want to congratulate you on your new daughter. Uh, that is incredibly awesome. I remember talking about your son uh, about a year ago, and uh, so that's pretty cool. So, uh, Barry, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I can't complain. Everything is going pretty well. How about you? Doing well, doing well. No complaints this week either. The weather's real nice down here in Texas, and uh, we are not complaining about that. <laughs> oh, well, we have about 75 degrees here, too, so that's been unbelievable. So, anyway, um, it's been a while since we've been on the show last. I think the last show we had was back early October. Now we're towards the end of October. I'm posting a link to our past show in the chat room. Um, if, you can't, if you're not in the chat room right now, uh, you can go to our archives scroll down to the search pulse category and just check it out over there. Um, so the most you know, interesting topics this month, and probably the most interesting and most discussed, was this October, what I call the October 2007 paid link debate. Um, Danny Sullivan wrote this huge post over at Search Engine Land saying, and the title read, official, colon, um, selling paid links can hurt your page rank or rankings on Google. Uh, where he basically says, if you sell links on your site, it's possible, uh, based on the matter you sell them, that uh, <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little sick, uh, that you could actually uh, hurt your rankings and your page rank for your site. So, since he wrote that, a lot of discussion over Webmaster World and other forums have been, you know, brewing about, you know, is this fair? How, how can Google do this? Uh, this whole no-follow debate. Um, it's pretty entertaining. Every you know few months, there's this pay link debate. Um, I don't know if this is any bigger than the last one, but this is bigger in the sense that Danny Sullivan wrote about it and said this is the way it is and made it official. Um, but it's still not 100% clear as to uh, you know what types of paid links would actually hurt you. Um, obviously, if you don't follow them, it won't hurt. If you mark them as sponsor listings, will they hurt or not? It's not 100% clear um, as to that. And obviously that's where the debate flows, and a lot of the debate also flows on how Google could actually do this. Uh, I mean, it's an old topic, and Ben, I guess you have plenty to say about it. Yeah, um, I, your point about, you know, like what it's going to take in order for Google to kind of spot specific paid links, um, I, Danny pointed out specifically in his article, you know, a couple instances of people getting penalized. Um, you know, so one SEO particularly had some links for like web template sites and you know, home mortgage type of stuff. And obviously, I mean, that stuff is very blatant and obvious. You know, like if you see that type of stuff, you know you're not on most sites, 
you know, they're obviously paying for it or there's some type of advertising in some way. Um, but, yeah, if you put spots or links, you know, what's that going to be about? Um, I don't know. Personally, I've never really sold links a whole lot. I, I just buy links. And so um, I don't see any reason for webmasters or SEOs and any reason to necessarily stop buying links. I don't think it's going to do anything, and it kind of takes the risk off my end when I buy. But at the same time, you know, I think it, people are just going to get way more creative in terms of the selling selling links that they do, um, and it's just going to make it harder for Google in order to discover, you know, manipulation on that end. Um, so in some ways, you know, with their ability to create separation from some of these policies, which in some ways I, I agree completely with what they're doing. It's their search engine. As Danny pointed out, they can do whatever they want. Um, but it's just going to kind of further more separate and kind of create a little bit more of a black market out there for ways to get around some of this type of stuff. Um, and so some of the examples, um, as you mentioned in the article, are kind of interesting. You know, like TextLink ads a couple months ago was, you know, delisted, and then, you know, some of these other sites. And I've seen some examples of my own. Barry, have you seen any examples of sites getting kind of de-indexed from some of this? Or um, Yeah, there were some in terms of getting de-indexed, but a lot of sites, like, lost the point of the page rank and stuff like that, and people were upset about it. Um, I mean... Yeah, so there are a lot of cases like that. Uh, they're all probably referenced in different forums out there. Uh, I don't have any on top of my head right now, but there's definitely some that have actually lost page rank. I think even our site, Search Roundtable, lost a point to page rank. Uh, we do sell links, uh, not for the purpose of selling links. I only sell links because people want to sponsor what we do. Um, obviously, writing you know, between five and ten articles a day uh, it does take a lot of time, and somehow we have to monetize the blog. So that's one way to monetize it, um, and it's a good way to have SEOs in the industry to actually contribute. So, like, I pay Webmaster World a yearly fee um, for you know being, being a premium member. I don't really use any of the premium member things. It's just a way of sponsoring um, the site and helping out the community. And I do this for a lot of sites out there where I want to actually help, um, just because stuff like this takes time and it costs money. So, um, and obviously, I labeled them very clearly. They're sponsor listings. So we lost, I think, a point. I don't know if it has to do with that or if it has to do with something else. Uh, but there are other sites that have lost page rank or have lost several bars on page rank. Um, I don't know if it made my site any less, you know, if it made our site less, you know, it didn't really drop our traffic at all. We still have the same amount of traffic. It just shows a one less pixel thing over there. Uh, which really leads us into the next question, and we cover this too, is will SEO stop buying links? There's a, there's a great thread over at Digital Point Forums. Um, there's a great thread over at Digital Point Forums which asks that question, um, and it says, will you stop buying links? And the poll isn't in terms of statistically great. There's only 45 responses. Of those 45 responses, they're, they're, the question was, will Google's threat make you stop selling text link ads? Um, and the answers were, 46% said Google's bluffing, I'm still selling ads. 25% said Google's not bluffing, I'm stopping selling ads. 15% said I'm stop, I'll stop at the slightest sign of trouble, meaning if they see something going wrong, they actually will stop and pull the ads. And 13% said Google's not 100% ready yet, and will stop in a month or so, meaning they're going to do it, but they're not going to do it today. Um, that, I mean, it would have been nice to have a yes-no question, am I going to stop selling links or not? Uh, that would have been a greater, better poll, but that's what we got so far um, on the live digital point forum thread. Um, so they're like with you. Are you, you going to stop buying? 
uh, links? You said you said no. You're not going to stop buying links. Are you going to stop selling? No. I mean, uh, you know, I think a lot of people agree with this too. Is that like buying links? You know, largely is can be very effective in terms of you know manipulating the rankings. You know, it, it works. You know, we can we can admit to that. We can say that it works, and it obviously works because there's there's industry out there for that. Um, but in terms of you know top stop selling links. I don't know. You, you see people, too, these days that, that are getting a little bit more creative than just putting, like, you know, a sponsored links, like, panel on the side of their blog or something like that. And now they're starting to integrate and integrate it more randomly into certain parts of the site. And so, you know, I think there's still going to be plenty of opportunity for, you know, buying links and also for selling links that Google's not going to be able to catch on to. Um, and maybe that's not, like, the problem, but maybe they're more concerned about large-scale type of stuff. Um, that's a good question. Right, right. I mean, uh, I always get requests to do like, or you know, actual articles and put links in articles. I, that, I mean, that's for me a little over the board. But anyway, I mean, let's move on to the next topic because uh, we only have a half hour show. We have a lot of co- things to, co- to cover. Um, Yahoo's search is showing less links in their site explorer. So, if you actually, I have a few topics here um, on that. I just lost that post, but. Um, uh, Anyway, basically, it was very interesting. A lot of threads out there about Yahoo Site Explorer and how it's kind of messed up. One is there's a thread over um, at Digital Point Forums, there's a thread over at Webmaster World, there's threads um, over at their groups, and they all pretty much discuss how Yahoo Site Explorer is actually having major issues. Not only is Site Explorer having issues, but their API is having issues reporting the wrong numbers. What I found interesting was when I logged in to Site Explorer, I got different numbers than if I, if I actually did the same site command um, at Site Explorer without logging in. So as a registered user, I got one result. As a non-registered user, I got another result. And the results were about 200,000 200, links difference. Um, it was very, very interesting. And a lot of people have been discussing it. And it's still broken today. The API is not showing the, the actual number of results that they should. It's only showing, it's only actually producing 50 of the results as opposed to producing all the actual results. The question is, why is this still happening? It's hard to say. I don't know. I don't know why it continues to happen. Um, and it's just interesting to see this. I, I'll post a link in the chat room about it, and I'll post the, arch- the archive later about uh, all these different things. But it's very interesting. Like on October 12th, I posted about it, and so the in-links for SD Roundtable were 57,000 for somebody who's not logged into Yahoo. When I logged into Yahoo, it was 216,000 links. Very interesting. Um, and that was only to the homepage URL. Ben, have you been noticing anything from clients or anything on that? Yeah, uh, well, actually, we saw a kind of improvement in terms of some of the, like the number of links shown um, in Site Explorer. But honestly, I hadn't seen this until you pointed it out because I, uh, as I found out, every time I checked, I was logged in, um, and I hadn't tried it without logging in. And so today, I went and tried it, and actually, it wouldn't let me put in a URL. I had to try to add the site again, unless I used, you know. Uh, external tool in order to check the link. So, yeah, I did see this. I checked some of the sites that we're watching, and we noticed differences of, like, 5,000 link difference. And, you know, some sites, you know, almost half the links weren't even showing up. Um, and even some of the links that we knew that were supposed to show up for a long time weren't showing up. So um, found it very ineffective and not very, you know, quality kind of report that they were showing. But, I don't know, maybe some ploy in order to get people to sign up more with Yahoo. And yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe they just want to to lock it down more like Google Webmaster Tools does, where they only show links, um, your own links, in full for people who have actually verified it's their site. Maybe. I don't know. I yeah, mean, but I think you can, you can, like, if you're signed in, you can still see, the like, the full link reports of sites that, like, are not your own. Yeah, I didn't test that either, so I don't know, because I can't tell for sure 
Unless somebody that, confirms yeah, with I me. Guess, yeah, I guess I have to confirm with you. If you have a site that's verified, I can ask you, you know, I'm seeing this number of links. Are you seeing the same number of links for a ver- verified site? You can test it out later. Or you said that's the way it is, so that's the way it is. Uh, one more topic before we hit commercial break. Google Webmaster Central has um, updated their site links. They now um, um, allow you to actually manage the number of site links and the type of site links you have showing up. So site links are the little um, links under the main results. So if you do a search in Google for Search Engine Roundtable, you'll see these links under the main results to other subpages of Search Engine Roundtable. Those are called site links. And now Google Webmaster Tools lets you log in and manage those. In addition, Google Webmaster Tools is upgraded to allow you to manage up to six months of historical data. It also gives you the percentages of top queries. It gives you the ability to download and export this data to your desktop. <coughs> and it's constantly being updated more often than not. And also, part of that, Google actually released, um, is now showing up to eight site links as opposed to just four site links, which is pretty neat. Um, ben, what are your thoughts overall on all that stuff? Yeah, that, a lot of good stuff. Uh, the site links specifically were more interesting. I know, like, I, I'm sure you've gotten asked in the past from clients and stuff like that, like, what do these links mean and how do they get generated and such like that. And so now, like, sites that are showing... Obviously, you know, we can kind of work with that a little bit more and see kind of some of the reasons behind that. So, I don't know. I think the, the, the updates are absolutely, you know, fabulous. And, you know, they keep impressing us with some of the things they keep adding. So, uh, keep it up, Google. <laughs> cool, cool. So, let's hit a commercial break now. When we come back, uh, we'll start talking about some updates we had across all, this, all the different search engines. So, let's hit a commercial break now. We'll speak to you guys soon. tight and don't move the pulse we'll be back after this short break don't get bullied by the big guys look smart is your budget-friendly online advertising alternative offering businesses of all sizes affordable targeted pay-per-click advertising and whenever you need help whether you're just getting started or a seasoned vet look smart offers accessible customer support for all advertisers no matter the size we call it pay-per-click power to the people and it's only available here at look smart log on to ppcpowertothepeople.com and join the revolution today a rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. XY7.com. Do you have a website? XY7.com. Would you like to convert your clicks into cash? XY7.com. Is the affiliate network that pays you daily? XY7.com. Not all website clicks are the same, but they're all worth money. XY7.com. Join today and start earning cash now. XY7.com. Has guaranteed commissions. You'll get paid even if we don't. Go to XY7.com now. Convert your website clicks to cash. Welcome to the Daily Search Cast. Search Engine Land, for me, has been doing what I've always been doing, which is writing about search. Trying to get into this community site, bringing this new thing up and going. I'm hoping what it will do especially is, you know, people get out. It's hard for new people to network. So this is a way for you to say, oh, I saw that you're going to go. Well, I'm going to go. Should we go together and be friends? It's like, no, dude, just because you said you were going to go, you're not going to go with me. People don't say that to me. They buy you drinks if they need to get something. The Daily Search Cast. 
Plus. Live broadcast Monday through Thursdays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, 8.30 a.m. Pacific. And on demand every day, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Drop into the Webmaster chat room. WebmasterRadio.fm. Clothing is optional. WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to The Pulse. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host... Hello, and welcome back to the 39th edition of the Search Pulse. Today is Tuesday, October 23rd. My name is Barry Schwartz. With me is Ben Pfeiffer. Again, Chris Boggs had a baby little girl, and he is not joining us today. Hopefully, we'll speak with him next week and wish him congratulations in person. Um, the next topic, next topic I wanted to discuss was uh, that Google Webmaster Tools, their link tool, actually... Um, had an update on October 8th or October 7th. Uh, they go, they do updates every now and then. It's been happening more frequently now. So um, I do this long, uh, <coughs> I do this long uh, tally of of what are our most popular pages in terms of the linkage data. Uh, but I think I'm going to stop doing that because it seems like they've been updating it very frequently. Uh, the thing is, I just added this afternoon uh, that it looks like Google's Webmaster Tools is having some problem with their link page with their link exporting features. So it's been happening for the past, you know, two or three days where you go to the external tools, external links tab, and you try to download all the links. Um, and what happens is it does, actually doesn't download. It gives you an error, which I posted, um, again, in the chat room with a picture showing that error. Hopefully that will be fixed shortly. Um, ben, is this something that you use for your clients often? Have you, have you noticed anything? Uh, the link tool? Um, not a whole lot, to be honest, no. Um, but, yeah, we have uh, some updates. Uh, which has been kind of nice. But, yeah, you know, like that other issue you pointed out in terms of, you know, uh, link tools kind of been server busy and stuff like that, so it's been kind of hard to use it. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is good stuff. Great. And also on October 8th, there was reports of a PageRank update, and that was around the time of the paid link update, the paid link debate, whatever that was, and a lot of people noticed their PageRank drop as a result of possibly paid links. And that's where this whole two Google toolbar page rank update came from. A lot of discussion over at Digital Point Forums and Webmaster World. Uh, ben, I assume most of your clients didn't really call you complaining that their page rank dropped, or did they? No, they didn't actually. Um, question for you: Did you see any sites actually increase in page rank substantially? I think the most not, reports no. that I was reading on a lot of the forums, and it's like everybody dropped, you know, or just stayed the same. It typically that's the case, where like if a lot of people drop, you don't see many people reporting that they went off. So. I, I didn't see anybody really report that their page rank went up, unless it was like a zero to sure. like five, where it's just a brand new site. But outside of that, no, not really. So, yeah, there was a page rank update on October 8th. If you want to go ahead and check that out, you can. Um, ben, you wrote this um, interesting article about who is better who is better at finding duplicate content. Um, so if you want to you discuss that a little bit, who's, who's yeah, better sure. at finding um, duplicate content? Well, this is kind of uh, talking about on digital point, like who's better at finding duplicate content, whether it was CopyScape or Google specifically, and uh, which, which kind of raises some interesting questions, you know, in terms of, like, what can they find and, you know, how important is it and what's the difference. And most people agree that they were both, like, kind of different algorithms and how they found content. Um, you know, largely, I guess, I mean, if you stored all this data and you were filtering through it, you know, I guess it wouldn't be too difficult, but Google's obviously probably more on the complicated end. Um, but then Webmaster kind of fo- followed up with some of this discussion on duplicate content, um, 
and like how you deal with like copied content. Like you know, if you say you're using CopyScape regularly to, to monitor your content, and you come across co- content scrapers or something, you know, this is something that if you've been on the web for a long time, you obviously dealt dealt with, and you know, people copying your stuff, and some people deal with it like extensively. Um, and then some people get whole websites copied. And, you know, the consensus some good ideas were from, you know, Webmaster World in terms of just go after the hosting company first um, and don't go after the content scrapers because oftentimes, you know, you've seen, you know, that they might not even respond whatsoever and you could send some kind of cease and desist or we're going to file, you know, a DMCA type of situation and they might take it down. But largely just go on the attack, attack them, get the site taken down, then have them respond and then maybe email them. Um, you know, they, people other mentioned kind of like strengthen your your website, and I know in the comments people were kind of asking because like, this article got digged. You know, like it would have been good if they mentioned how to strengthen your article, uh, your website, uh, and ways to do that. But m- mainly, it's just kind of like you know building rankings in general. It's just you build links to the website, the really high quality links, and then this is going to basically kind of deter the fact of your site, you know, having duplicate issues with other sites on the same level. So you kind of just beat them along the way. Um, and then, you know, it, some other good things were, like, don't abandon the original content. Um, you know, if uh, if you write it, you know, obviously, you know, it's your content, and, uh, you know, you want to keep it on your site as long as possible. And some other people had some ideas in terms of, like, inserting your, your website or copy name, company name specifically in the content so you can track it, because uh, sometimes these scrapers really aren't sophisticated, and, and a lot of times these will show up. You see this a lot in press releases, you know, all over the web. You know, they'll show up, some get linked, some don't, and you'll can search your name, your company's name, and they'll kind of come up. And then finally, one of the neatest ones was, uh, you know, if you publish this, a guy was saying, if you publish anything on the Internet, just expect it to get stolen. So, uh, you know, it, it, it will eventually get, you know, edited, laughed at, cried about, or never quoted, and you should just expect this and uh, go on with life. So it was a kind of a neat article to do, and, and there's some good discussion on the forums, and this gets talked about regularly uh, in terms of duplicate content. So some good stuff to think about. Right, definitely. And it's something like, I agree with the last statement, it's something that, especially with writing so many articles like we do, it's just stuff that you expect to see. And constantly our content is being um, taken and used in other places. And I mean, I just give up. I don't, nothing really I could do to track down every single article that's been taken. It's just too much work. And I'd rather write the content, publish it on my site, and worry about uh, everybody else handling it, how they handle it. Yeah, one last thing about this. Um, you know, a lot of these sites, like some of these really popular blogs these days, are getting, um, you know, spidered and, like, scraped by other sites that are kind of pulling it together and amalgamating it into kind of a, you know, mashup blog of all this content. And so one of the neat ways is I've seen is some of these, you know, sites are get, like, reviewed on a popular blog, and then they get scraped by these other sites, and those end up turning into links. And so, you know, largely, you know, it kind of spreads virally in some of this aspect. So you can kind of use sometimes these content scrapers for building links. And that could be effective sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I've seen that a lot. Um, and some of them actually send some nice traffic, too. So this is actually interesting. Um, anyway, um, the next thing is, remember the whole proxy hijack problem that Google had? Um, it appears that uh, Google has made some steps to actually improve that. A lot of people have been reporting that a lot of the hijacking problems have been resolved, and they are very happy and pleased with what they've been seeing. I don't know, Ben, if you've seen anything of that yourself, but... I haven't seen a lot of this, no. Um, it's really interesting, and I'm glad that they're making some efforts on it, um, you know, to combat some of these sites and try to outrank the other ones. Um, but, yeah, this is kind of interesting, and I think people are really happy to confirm that they're doing something about it. Right. 
The next thing is Yahoo actually enabled a new feature called Block Domains. Um, it basically allows advertisers and Yahoo Search Marketing to say, I don't want my ad to show up on these specific types of content sites. Uh, a lot of advertisers are happy with it. Ben, have you tried that at all? Uh, I haven't, but I know they've been asking for this for a long time. And uh, it finally come to fruition, and uh, I think people are real happy about it. I have looked at it, but I haven't actually gone in and blocked any like specific domains because you know, we use Yahoo not as much as Google. So, um, But, yeah, this is a really great tool. And I guess, you know, the fact is, is, is going and finding those sites that you want to block. Right, right. Um, also, there's another bug over at Google where they've been showing the same URL on page one and page two of the results. So if you have, I don't know, seroundtable.com slash authors.php, it might show up for a keyword search on page one and page two of Google. Uh, <coughs> Matt Cuss actually said he's seen these people discussing this for a couple of days, and it's on their to-do list. It might take a week or two to be fixed. Uh, let me take a look if it's fixed right now. Um, Sheffield Forums. No, it's not fixed as of this minute, but probably take another week or so for Google to fix the problem. Uh, I posted examples over at, search, at the search roundtable. Uh, I don't know if you notice this either, Ben, or not, but... Yeah, actually a lot, like just basically everywhere, like every client we've worked with just has this kind of issue. And none of them are complaining, you know. Uh, you know, some instances are actually beneficial, um, and in some it's kind of like, well, I don't know if this is going to help or not. So, yeah, I've seen this a lot. I'm not going to, you know, be sad to see it go, but, um, you know. And I think some of this has been going on for a while. I remember issues in the past where they've had with this before, and so um, somebody posted a theory about it having to do something with the universal search, and um, I don't know if that's true or not, but... Um, no, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. It's, it's just, yeah, I don't know what's causing it. Matt didn't really give any ideas on that, but I don't know. Hopefully in a week or so it'll be fixed and more uh, more people could actually share the wealth in terms of the real estate listings, I mean, the, the search results. Um, all right, so I think we have about two minutes left, so I'm going to go into lighting round. And we covered a lot of topics together. I guess it's just um, good because it's a good pace we had here going. Anyway, the lighting round. Google says that uh, Google, again, repeated that, Spam links can't always hurt you. Um, so if you have links pointing to your site that are from spam sites, typically they're not going to hurt you. That's what Google said. Also, Google had clarified their stance on hidden text. Uh, just a post over at Google Groups. Uh, Googlebot, um, there's ways to actually help Googlebot crawl your site. We posted a thing on that. Um, actually, it was pretty interesting. I posted a, a thre- uh, there was a thread over at Digital Point, or Webmaster World, I'm sorry, about how old is a typical AdSense publisher. And what I did then is post a poll over at Search and Roundtable Forbes, uh, Search and Roundtable, and we have 87 uh, uh, votes already. And typically, you, you'd be surprised, but people over 30 are about uh, like almost almost 50 people who have voted out of the 87 are over 40, over 30 years old. Pretty interesting. I thought typically they'd be younger. Uh, uh, the majority are between 30 and 39, 37%. So it's pretty interesting. So take a look at that. The, the poll is still up. It went live today, and we already have 87 votes. Uh, <coughs> next thing is uh, Google and Ask have billboards right next to each other. It's pretty funny to see them side by side, all uh, advertising local stuff. Google uh, released their re- earnings last week, and we ner- learned that they share about 70% of their earnings, their pub- you know, the AdSense earnings, with publishers. Uh, Google, uh, Microsoft released uh, for their ad center uh, thing, a daily budget feature, which is nice to have. Google launched a uh, video ad sense unit. Uh, I actually had a documentation that actually had to set that up step by step. Google AdWords released new features for their uh, new keyword tool feature, which is 
pretty good for AdWords advertisers. Um, Ask.com, we looked at some of the new commercials. People like them. Um, somebody in ad said they actually tried to create an ad with the names with with the word sixty nine in it. Six nine as a number. Uh, it was rejected. Pretty funny. Uh, Google AdSense, they are making their publishers wait for some referrals. There's like a validation period now. So if you don't get paid for certain referral ads, um, there is a validation period. Yahoo reporting errors uh, with their... So some of the actual Yahoo search marketing advertisers were getting charged or it looked like they were getting charged for millions of clicks. It actually was just a reporting error, so don't worry. Uh, Google China, uh, Google and Yahoo and Microsoft, uh, were all their searches were being redirected um, in China to Baidu. To Baidu. It was a pretty interesting story, so take a look at that. Um, the Google News homepage had some more nude images found on the homepage. I think it was last Sunday that happened. Uh, Google Analytics is, has, is upgrading soon, and also Urchin 6.0 is coming out, which is pretty exciting. And finally, last week, we actually had a long uh, two-day conference at Search Marketing Expo in New York, and we covered pretty much all the sessions. Uh, you can go ahead and check it out at the Search Roundtable. Uh, well, that wraps it up. That's the 39th edition of the Search Pulse. I hope to post a recap tomorrow afternoon after the show is archived at scroundtable.com. If you have any questions or comments or anything, feel free to post in tomorrow's post. Again, that was the 39th edition of the Search Pulse. It took place Tuesday, October 23rd. Thank you, Ben, for all your help. And Chris, congratulations again. And hopefully we'll all speak to you soon and on uh, next week at 5 p.m. Tuesday.